how can I truly show that I love you? How can I truly say how I need you? How can I really share what I'm feeling? Can I reveal my heart as I'm kneeling? How can I truly show? Welcome to the Let the Bible Decide radio broadcast. This broadcast is brought to you by members of the Locust Grove Church of Christ who meet at 240 Bersheba Church Road, Locust Grove, Georgia, 30248. Visit us on the web at www.locustgrovechurchofchrist.com or come by to one of our services. Our Sunday worship services are at 11 a.m., and 3 p.m. We have a Monday night Bible class at 7 p.m. and a Wednesday morning Bible class at 11 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible class at 7 p.m. Feel free to give us a call at 770-957-6999 or 678-994-4668 for additional information. Now, let us begin our study today and let's see what the Bible has to say concerning matters of our salvation. Last week, we were discussing the topic, which church is the right church? There's much debate, much commotion, much confusion going around in our society regarding Which church is right? Which church should I attend? How do I know the church is right? Well, my friend, I'm glad you tuned in today because I would like to present to you from the word of God, from the Bible, concerning the answers to your questions. And rest assured, the Bible is true. And we can trust the Bible And if you are willing to trust the Bible and obey the Bible, you can find yourself on that straight and narrow path concerning that questions you have about the truth and the church. Let's take a look at the scriptures, the truth. We know that all scriptures are given by inspiration of God and it's profitable for reproof, for doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction, and righteousness, that the man of God may be thoroughly furnished, perfect unto all good works. So we can trust the word of God because it is designed to reconcile us back unto God. Whereas we once were separated from God, By our sins, the word of God leads us, instructs us, but we must obey it in order for it to do its job in bringing us back unto God and having the remission of our sins. So let us look at the truth concerning our salvation and the one true church Jesus built. 
In response to Peter's confession to Jesus in Matthew 16 and 16, that you are the Christ, the son of the living God, Jesus then says in Matthew 16, 18, on this rock, I will build my church. To whom was this church to belong? My, M-Y, is possessive, which shows the church belongs to Jesus. How many churches did Jesus say he was going to build? He said he was going to build my church, which is singular, not plural. Again, he said he was going to build my church, singular, not plural. The Lord only promised to build his one church. I know that may be shocking to you. I know this may sound strange even to you. But Jesus, according to the scriptures, only promised to build his one church. We're not talking about a building. We're talking about doctrine. We're talking about a system of belief. We're talking about a faith, the one belief system. In Ephesians 4, verses 4 through 6, there are seven warns listed. There is one body, one spirit, even as you were called, and one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all, and in you all. Just as there is only one God and only one Lord, we also see there is only one body. Did you hear that? Just as there is only one God and only one Lord, we also see there is only one body. The Bible says there is only one body. So what is this one body? In Ephesians chapter 1, 21 through 22, we find out what this one body is. And he put it all in, I'm sorry, and he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church which is his body. Here we see that the Bible says the church is the body. So if there is only one body and the one body is the church, then there can only be one church that belongs to the Lord. Let me say that again. In Ephesians chapter 1, verses 21 and 22 we find out what this one body is. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body. Here we see that the Bible says the church, not churches, singular, the church is the body. So if there is only one body and the one body is the church, then there can only be one church that belongs to the Lord.
in Colossians 1 and 18, in speaking of Christ, we read, and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things, not some things, but in all things, he may have the preeminence. Well, if all things are in regards to Christ, he is the firstborn from the dead, that in all things, he, talking about Christ, may have preeminence. That leaves no avenue for man to establish anything. Everyone must heed to Christ. Here again, we see that the body, singular, is the church, singular. Again, the Bible tells us that the Lord has only one church. We also see that in all things, Christ is to have the preeminence. For Christ to have the preeminence in all things, not some things, not most things. There's no need for any conferences. There's no need for any voting. The Bible substantiates Christ is the head and he is to have the preeminence in all things. So there's nothing to meet about. There's nothing to debate. There's nothing to vote on. He is the head of his church. We must follow Christ in all things and not follow men. If we follow men in some things, then Christ does not have the preeminence in all things. Let me say that again. If we follow men in some things, then Christ does not have the preeminence in all things. Since Christ only built his one church, we need to ask, where, where did all of these other churches come from? The only answer is they were built by men. They were built by men so men could attend a church of their choice. Christ never, never instructed anyone to attend the church of their choice because Christ only established and built one church. So men created these religious institutions, not God. We read in Ephesians 5, 23, Christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body. Christ is only the savior of his one body, his one church. He is going to only save his one church, the only one for which he died. We have seen in the Bible that the one body is the one church, which the Lord himself promised he was going to build. We have also seen that Christ has only promised to save his one body, his one church. What then is going to happen to the hundreds and maybe even thousands of different kinds of religions we see in existence today? Well, allow the Bible to answer the question. Listen closely to the Bible. I'm only the messenger. Listen to what the Bible states regarding all of these other 
religions. Again, let us let God answer this question. In Matthew chapter 15 and 13, Jesus said, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted or rooted up. What will happen to all those churches, those religions that God did not plant? They will be rooted up. This is what God has said he will do. Not Barry May, not any other man. This is what the word of God teaches. They will be rooted up. This is what God has said he will do. This is frightening when you stop and consider you're following a religion, a doctrine outside of what you read in the Bible. I want to make sure I am in the right place to be saved. I'm trying to share this information to you. Let the Bible decide. He is only going to save those in his church. In Psalm 127 and 1, we read, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. No one has the right to start a church or a religious organization that is different from the one Jesus built. But we see hundreds and many kinds of churches and religious organizations that men have built, each with a different creed. We must recognize the difference between the church the Lord built and the many counterfeit churches and religious organizations that are out there deceiving, misleading, and leading people to eternal damnation. Will you allow the Bible to decide? Everything said today, folks, has come from the word of God. Will you just allow the Bible to lead you and direct you along the path of truth? I encourage you to give me a call if you have any questions. My number is 678-994-4668. My name is Barry May, minister of the Locust Grove Church of Christ in Locust Grove, Georgia. Or email me at barrymay51 at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you because I care about your soul. Tune in next week and let the Bible decide.